0: Are <laughs> boy. What an episode, huh? I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've been I like... The, d- <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> the, honestly, the ending shocked me. Did it? It did. I was not expecting that. I felt... I, I mean, I loved it. Yeah. But I was completely floored. Uh-huh. I, would, I did not... I could not have possibly predicted that happening.
1: Yeah, so. I... I knew she was writing him something, because obviously she, they like showed us her writing.
0: Right. But
1: I was like, oh, but it was almost, yeah, anyways, I mean, I we know. can talk about it now I know. if we want, but, I know. or we're we can jumping, get to it, jumping but, ahead. Uh, but it was so good, but yes, hi you guys, I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And this is Dizzy for Dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just joining yes. us for the first time, uh, we love talking about Turkish dramas, and today we're talking about Harry Erdison, volume 12. That's right. Um, Which I rewatched last night and because I like after we watched 10 I mean both you and I watched 11 on our own very quickly not even telling each other we were going to and it was kind of like oh cool Mm -hmm. let's record it then and then like two three days later I was like okay I gotta see episode 12 so I watched Mm -hmm. it but then like we just didn't get to record for almost two weeks so um, I was like okay I need to rewatch it
0: again so that I'm like fresh on what to talk about Um but i finished it i had watched maybe 45 minutes Mm -hmm. last week and Mm -hmm. then i finished it on tuesday today's friday yes um and then today no i finished it wednesday what am i thinking (laughs) and then today kind of while i was doing busy work i had it on just to kind of do another quasi rewatch so that was helpful In helping me remember everything that happened. The funny thing is not a ton happens in this episode. No. So that was kind of nice. I feel like there's not a lot to recall as we're talking about it.
1: Which is good because normally I do like you do. Like I'll turn it on the day we're going to record either while I'm getting ready or just something. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of background noise, but I can kind of like – rehash it um right but i couldn't do that today because i was in the car like you guys i woke up this morning i loaded stuff up i drove for four and a half hours to arizona literally got here just a little bit ago ashley finished her work day and i was like okay let's get set up and (laughs) record like i'm still in the sweats i slept in um and i'm sitting actually in a closet because this is not a very sound friendly place so um
0: (laughs) try try a new location
1: (laughs) the things we do uh to bring you content um Mm -hmm. anyhow so um I what was I gonna I don't even remember I should have written this down anyways um was
0: it some sort of housekeeping
1: maybe but it'll probably pop up to me when we're we're in the middle of it and I'll just say it then but oh I know I was gonna ask you um how your reading's going because I know you finally made it past your I did.
0: I finished (laughs) the second book. Mm -hmm. Oh, the second one, too. No, no, I'm sorry. I finished the second book in The Wheel of Time, finally. That's
1: what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. You finished it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I finished it. So I'm done with that. I'm going to move on to the third one. My middle sister has already started that one. She's probably already super far. Mm-hmm. She's probably enjoying the series the most out of all three of us. Okay, but as of now, it's really picked up. Like mm-hmm. things are going. The story is is really. It's getting. I feel like it's getting really good. So I am. I am really enjoying it. Um. So if there are fantasy fans out there, mm-hmm. try the the Eye of the World Wheel of Time series. Um. Eye of the World can be a little tough to get through, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion, because anytime you're dealing with fantasy and a new world, there's, there's a lot you have to get so introduced to. so much
1: world building. Yeah.
0: And this one in particular, it's it's a lot. <laughs> like Some more them, than
1: Sarah J. Moss
0: or? Oh, like,
1: yes, Kristen. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'll say about Sarah J. Moss. Although, I hear Crescent City takes about 500 pages to get into. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the consensus I've heard from a few people. But her other stories mm-hmm. are pretty – I feel like her world building is woven in pretty well. And it isn't too – it isn't info dump kind of a situation mm-hmm. where – this series, eye of the world sorry, the series is called Wheel of time the first book is eye of the is world. eye of the world so many words I swear um it's a bit more of an info dump, okay like there are a lot of instances mm-hmm. through the story where not a lot is happening. you're just getting big fat info dumps and it's the okay. type of thing where you go, okay, I know this is probably all really important, but I don't want to read this right now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because i'm like i have no context for this stuff yet so it's just harder to get through if you don't have the context for Mm -hmm. it that makes sense Um, yeah so anyway the second book was very good i liked it better than the first um and then i'm reading a historical right now to kind of um give my brain a fantasy Uh break (laughs) yeah
1: break apart all the really complicated world building um right
0: I'm like, I'm familiar with this. I yes, know about dudes and duchesses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. how this works. <laughs> um I finished I finished a historical too. I read Blackmore this week by Julian Julianne mm. Donaldson, which I know we've talked so about. So I have
0: that, but I haven't read it. Mm-hmm. And I need to read
1: it. So I well, it was I it was part of that giant Kindle sale sale, which I think I had told you and Mallory about. Right. It was like only a dollar yes. ninety nine for 2.99. So, I definitely bought it on my Kindle. But then I had also found it at a used bookstore for a couple bucks in paperback That's form, where I found so I, it. I got that too. Um, yeah, I had
0: the little like duet of each. Oh. I yeah. didn't know they they sold it as like Well, a- it's – they're they're separate books, but they clearly were published around the same time. Mm-hmm. They're both the same size, that kind of a thing. Yeah. That's why I referred to it as a duet.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was like its own little like special edition. Like, okay. I was no. like,
0: oh, I haven't seen that. Sorry to be confusing. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so I was like, you know what? I just – I Edenbrook, we loved that book so much. I don't know if we've mentioned mm-hmm. it before here on the podcast. We might have just because I know we loved it. And this one, other than I wish – the ending felt a little rushed – um, okay. like I wish there had just been a like a little more of that drawn out at the end, um, yeah. but overall, it just served all the like swoony sweet butterfly like aching pining like, oh my yeah. gosh, all that stuff well, because it
0: was... Blackmore is the same book from his perspective, right?
1: No, 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 um oh, it's its own story. no, 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 she did write a little novel novelette novella whatever that is called heir to edenbrook and that is like i think it's a particular set like chapter or two from his perspective like it's okay you know it's um that one is like when they first meet at that inn it it's that whole interaction until the next morning from his perspective so Blackmore is its own story like it's just its own oh, separate man. and it's it's so it's real I don't I I kind of feel like I need to read Edenbrook again from start to finish to decide which okay. one's my favorite. Um I don't remember feeling like the ending was rushed in Edenbrook, so that one might just have the slight edge for me just because okay of I felt like it was more like cohesively smooth. Um
0: Right. Whereas, like I said,
1: with Blackmore, I was kind of like, oh man, like, I don't know if you ended up editing down the ending and it just felt too rushed or you wrote it this way originally. I just needed a smidge more when you got to like okay. that point. Um, but the whole story, it's like right up my, it's like super pining hero, like, okay. um, and like there's the whole, I'm going to sacrifice my happiness so that you're, <laughs> you're not in danger, you won't lose everything that's important to you, kind of a thing. It's like just all that, yeah. Which, it's, yeah, the whole sacrifice, uh, yes, which uh, we yeah. eat oh, up. Yeah, it's, it's so good. good. It was like a really easy read. Like, I read it, I started it in the morning, and I wound up finishing it like later that night, anyway. So, you know how we eat all that stuff up. Um, mm-hmm. so it's a very just sweet, very like chaste, but very, um, I don't know. It was just really good. I really loved it. So I wish she has... The thing that I... No, go ahead. I just wish she's written more books because those are the only two books she's like written so far. Mm -hmm. And she's clearly a very talented writer. Like she writes very poetically, but not over the top, you know, it just, she really paints a very vivid picture um, and really knows how to, she'd probably be a good DZ writer because she really knows how to build the romance in those just like little stolen glances and she does innocent touches and like oh it it's just so it was so good it just yeah
0: the thing I always say about Edenbrook is Mm -hmm. that that book feels like a warm hug
1: (laughs) it it really does (laughs) this one is also a warm hug it's just a bit more of a dramatic warm hug but okay okay Okay. But for me, in a good way, like I, I liked the drama that it was. It was just, it was more dramatic because right. it was a little more angsty. But, um, okay. But you know, of course, I we love angst. So
0: <laughs> yes, we do.
1: Um, yes, we do. So yeah. So speaking of angst, um, oh my gosh, this episode served it in dro. I thought eleven was angsty, but eleven balanced it out at least with the swoonies. Like, yes, we had swoon and then angst. And this was just like there was like one major swoon and then like the rest pretty much angst. So but I loved it. I loved it. Even though sometimes I wanted to like smack Demir over the head. Um, (laughs) I loved it. I loved it.
0: It was hard because you. You can fully at least I could fully understand Why he is feeling the way that he is. Absolutely. And realistically, um, they haven't known each other for very long. They don't know much about each other at all. Like, it's very funny because that's kind of what's happening in the book I'm reading right now. Is that they don't know each other. And so some assumptions are being made. And you're like, well, I... I know why this is – I know why these assumptions are being made, even though – why can't you just give them the benefit of the doubt? But I thought it was really good that we found out this episode a little bit more about Demir and why he is the way that he is and why he has these trust issues Mm -hmm. and how he was specifically hurt. So – I think that really helped kind of get a little more context where, yes, you're frustrated because you're thinking exactly what Vedat says is, hello, pay attention to how she was acting, the way Mm -hmm. she looks at you, all these things. Bless him. Um, Oh, my gosh. Honestly. But at the same time, you can still understand why he is feeling like he can't trust her.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, especially with Merve's info dump where – again like just because someone's like I know everything people clarify what they think they mean by everything because they probably don't know everything (laughs) yeah um so yes like while I was like man I really do understand why he's so hurt especially at the beginning because he's like holy crap she really was just like trying to make me fall in love with her to get rid of me like yeah if he had sat and really thought about it more I mean, unless she was truly in it for the long con, like, it's pretty obvious that this wasn't just a ploy for his affections to be right. used against him. But in the heat of the moment, when you already have trust issues, when you clearly already have some unresolved, like, not fully closure issue with a past relationship, yes. um, and then this, you know, supposed information comes up. Yeah, like that's what made it frustrating. Is that like you said, you get it, but also you're like you're being so cold. Like stop. Like, I know. I know. Oh, because he's like, I mean, she's blindsided. Yeah. When he puts oh, up
0: completely, <laughs> like, can
1: you she's imagine just
0: floating on cloud nine? Oh. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah.
1: The emotional whiplash.
0: Was totally justified Mm -hmm. because they had just been being all cute outside, the little handhold, they're walking in together, and then what, maybe 10 minutes later? Then Alara comes in and blows everything up, and then suddenly he's acting super cold and angry and upset, Mm -hmm. and not only does he not take away the love ban, but he puts up a big fat poster. A bigger one. (laughs) Doubling down, and everybody's like, Celine, you told us he was going to get rid of the love ban. Oh my gosh.
1: I do love, I think it's Ida. Someone does wind up speaking up and saying, listen, she wouldn't have said that if she really wasn't sure so clearly something happened like yeah you know and then of course she runs into his office even though he's told um osmia like don't let anybody in she warns celine but celine doesn't care i love it she just i like how she just barges in and she starts like demanding explanations she's not like what happened i mean she does get upset later but like she initially is just like um no i i have to be having a nightmare that's what this is because yeah There is no way that two seconds ago we would be like this, and then I, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. something changes, and you're being awful and cold. Like, no, this is a nightmare. Come on, Celine, wake up, wake up. Like,
0: yeah. Well, and how she's like, come on, Demir, let's go home. We'll we'll talk about this. Like, mm -hmm. she's really trying to pull it all together and reel him back in from whatever the heck is happening here, because she sees that. Something has gone wrong. And she's like, okay, I, I, gotta, I need to reset this mm-hmm. guy. So he's, hey, I need to get him back to his f- factory settings here because something has clearly gone wrong. There's a glitch. There's a virus. What's there,
1: happening? That's a perfect description <laughs> because she does wind up calling him a robot later. <laughs>
0: right. And we know Alara is the virus. So we already yes. know the source of the issue here. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, So, you know she's like, come on, let's, let's go. Let's talk. Let's go home. And he takes her hand, but it's only so he can lead her out of the office. And then he just reiterates, I told you nobody in my office. Yeah. So then we get this, gosh. you know, we get the angsty song montage, mm-hmm. which, oh my gosh, that song. I was like, okay, this song sounds so sad. Like, so I texted you last night, but, um, yeah. and I, you know what? I'm so sorry. I didn't even take a sc- I just took a screenshot of the lyrics, not even the title of the song. So, sorry artist. Um mm. I don't I don't remember off the top of my head, but um there's this one line I was like, "Oh my gosh." And it's um "Ember in my heart, exile to your chest" is what the translation works out to. But I was like, "Oh my gosh." And it's like, "You wouldn't do this to me. I'm not laughing, I'm not crying." A sneaking arrow. This wound, no cure. Like these are like Gosh. Wor- the words from it. And I'm like, this
0: is so, this is so super s- depressing. <laughs> so depressing. And like, he's I re- swear, I've heard that song before too. I know Mother DZ has used it.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. um yeah. And like, then he's kind of replaying some memories that now he's seeing with like a more tainted lens. Because, you know, it flashes back to that one where he's telling her when they're at the office or I'm sorry, when they're at the cafe, the outdoor cafe. And she's like, oh, and I'm sure, you know, Alara faked her ankle breaking so that you would have to mm-hmm. carry her in Paris. And he's like, actually, no. Um, he's like, no, there was no time for her to, you know, and he lists like sw- yeah. swirl around in a red dress and take my breath away and like all mm-hmm. this stuff that she's done. But now you can tell he's seeing it through more of like a tainted lens because now he's thinking that stuff really was a ploy like right. those really were and all she ploys brought it
0: up saying oh you think i did this on purpose because mm-hmm. she really did do it on purpose and she was trying to get maybe get him off track and off the scent
1: yeah do, and then um when he grabs his chest when he's like know. his heart like literally hurts and he like grabs at his. he does that twice this episode he does. um and he does that meanwhile Celine's outside you can she's kind of seeing everything underwater almost um people are trying to talk to her and stuff she's just trying to put two, you know one foot in front of the other get out the door well she winds up passing out um and of course barack rescues her and takes her to the hospital and gets her back home and settled on the couch and her sedatives to help her sleep because she had a panic attack and uh, um and you know he's he's trying to stick around and she's just like no i just want to be alone like I just want to sleep I want to like escape this this is just madness right now I'll be fine and he's like okay well here's a sandwich you know eat something before you take your sedative so that right there was a clue to me that like something was gonna Uh happen because he was so he so poignantly was like make sure you eat um not
0: on an empty stomach uh uh-huh
1: uh-huh yeah
0: well and then he tells her that he's gonna fix everything so you know that he is ready to go on a rampage. And boy, does he. Barack is on one this episode. And if it hasn't already happened, I feel like this for sure was the turning point of him and his character becoming the villain. Yeah. I know that we had to deal with the mafia lady for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think that he's kind of fully switched. But it's so... (laughs) I just have to say... I'm really enjoying how he is the villain Mm -hmm. because it's really kind of – I don't want to say subtle, but in a way, it is a little more subtle because Mm -hmm. it's a little more complex because he really does seem to care for Celine. Yeah. It's almost like he woke up a little after seeing her pictures that she took of him and – Maybe it's kind of the whole, I don't want to lose what has been in front of me all along. Mm-hmm. So he thinks to himself that he he fancies himself in love with her. I don't know if he really actually is in love with her, but he seems to really think he, that he is. Yeah. Or that he at least cares for her. We know he definitely cares for her because they have had a friendship for quite a few years now. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like the complexity of all of it with him... Trying to get Demir out, him kind of not conspiring with Alara, but in a sense, sort of, um, and all of the stuff that he's doing to sabotage Demir and to sabotage any possible relationship between Demir and Celine.
1: Mm-hmm. See, and for me, it was—I do believe it was this episode that was absolutely his turning point. For me, it was—it wasn't when he said he would take care of everything; it was mm-hmm. when he told celine later when they're fixing that house up like well he's like he's hiding something and i don't know what but i'm gonna find out basically where Mm. to me i was like that solidified it like taking care of everything okay like that could mean a lot of things but you're i mean and what sucks is he's right there is stuff that that's what's so frustrating is like yeah there is stuff in is not telling you um you know he I mean, granted, your relationship was pretty new. I don't know why he, he would need to tell you he has an ex fiance like, right at the beginning of a relationship. So I'm not really faulting sure. him for that. Like, no, I don't really no, think that's something either. you tell necessarily, like, right at the beginning of, you know, I'm sure it would come up at some point. But anyways, but, you know, the whole house thing, what brought right. him to Istanbul to begin with, like, those are things that affect her. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he is hiding stuff. And so for barack to be like well you know because he basically in that scene is like well he wouldn't be so hard on you about it if he wasn't also just as you know the whole like speck in your eye plank in your own speck in someone's eye plank in your own it that's almost the logic he's using so it's like he's Mm -hmm. so hell-bent on this like there's clearly stuff he's hiding too and she's kind of like what is he hiding like i've been the one that's lied to him this whole time so far and he's like well i don't know but it's gonna come to light and i'm like oh, okay, so you officially put on your villain cap. Um, yeah, for sure. And hallelujah, I did. I, I finally asked um, Yesenia. I was like, okay, how much longer do we have to put up with Alara? I don't need to know what's going to happen. I just need to know how much longer. This was her last episode.
0: It, okay, so I I, I, was, I had a feeling <laughs> after the way that scene, that mm-hmm. final scene between her and Demir went, I was like okay is she really gone is this it are we free <laughs>
1: uh-huh i mean we're probably gonna see some repercut because you know she's like you're gonna live to regret
0: this and blah blah, blah blah um and we do find out that the yildirim project has been canceled at least mm-hmm. for the time being um and that was a little confusing to me because it seemed as if Burdock's dad canceled it yeah But then Demir's phone conversation sounded Mm -hmm. like they were alleging some stuff that wasn't true, yeah. And which smells of
1: Alara, Mm -hmm.
0: exactly, exactly. I'm sure we'll find out more next episode. Yeah, but I guess this, I guess this episode was maybe just kind of the clear shift from Alara being the villain to Mm -hmm. Barack. yeah, um, because she's oh thank God we're saying goodbye to Alara.
1: I know. God. So she'll she'll I mean, like I said, I'm sure she'll probably get mentioned maybe at least next episode, but
0: Right. We
1: won't have to see her anymore. Thank God. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Now Gosh. so I mean well, okay, we'll get there because I want to talk about this her her confrontation with Celine before we talk about her confrontation with Demir. So we'll we'll get there. Yeah. But um so Barack leaves Celine. She, she does. She take the sedative at this point. She does like kind of look at the bottle and she pops one in her mouth and then lays back I down on the couch. I think she
0: sleeps a little bit longer or she's kind of laying there, but but some some amount of time has seemingly mm-hmm. passed and then she ends up looking and she's like, okay, forget it. I'm just gonna take. Take yeah. these. I uh-huh. don't know how many she's taken. <laughs> I assumed it was just and one, but then when Demir so gets there and he like counts the
1: bot, anyways.
0: Like, so,
1: <laughs> so okay, let's talk about real quick. Let's talk about very quickly because nobody cares about them. Bora and Merve's. Like, okay, Merve, when she's like bawling that she got kicked out of her house, I'm like, you're married. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. What did you think was going to happen?
0: I felt the same way. I'm like, girl, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of your own actions again (laughs) and again seriously you decided to get married and not tell anybody oh your family is pissed at you mm-hmm. what a surprise mm-hmm. <laughs> who would have thought that their families would be upset that they got married and didn't happen to tell either of their families or and, bother like, to find a home to live in or bother yes. to find potential alternate jobs because they knew that their boss wouldn't allow them to have mm-hmm. a relationship while they worked in the same company mm-hmm. or bothered like there's all these uh-huh. <laughs> things mm-hmm. that they could have done to prevent yeah. this heartache Uh huh. but the two dummies didn't do any of it and yep. i don't feel sorry for either of them <laughs> i don't
1: either now here was for me um i did like these are just like tiny little saving graces. Like I like that Bora immediately was like, you keep the job. I'll look for another one, which it's like, well, yes. you do realize if you had just done this from the get go. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. hindsight 2020 and all that. So I yeah. did like that there. He was just like, no, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Your job pays more. It's that it. like you keep your steady job. Yeah. Then and for me, Merve's like little redeeming quality was she did not get upset at all when celine was like well i fell in love with demir like and we kissed because she could have been like oh so he can kiss his employee but i can't marry my longtime boyfriend like and she i was expecting that actually yes so i they were just like oh that's why you were so sure he was gonna get rid of like the love thing the love ban." um and then so they're like, well, clearly something went wrong then because he didn't like, you know, and then that's when the whole truth comes out. And Merve like, oh, crap. Right. Like he said he knew everything. So I actually told right. him everything. And even Ida's like, you told him everything just because he said he knew everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then at least Celine finally has an answer of like, oh, yes. so it wasn't just that because initially it just is that he's upset. Um, She thinks he's upset because of God, everyone knowing. That they lived together, which not everybody even knew. But, of course, you yeah. know, that's what he was led to believe. And then all that right. stuff from Maribay. So at least by then it's like, okay, it's clarified for her. She knows exactly why he's so upset now. Yeah. Um, and, like, she she kind of is like, I know what I need to do. You can tell she's, like, made mm-hmm. this peace with it because she's smiling about it. Like, right. um, so. She has a
0: moment of. Oh my gosh, he's never gonna forgive me. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see the resolve burn into her mm-hmm. eyes, which that's the that's one of the things that I really love about Celine. Like last episode when we were talking about the whole fallout at the mm-hmm. end of it, and just kind of hoping, like I hope she confronts him. I hope she yeah. just goes up to him and she absolutely did that. Yep. And then – because, you know, he – Demir will accuse her of running away and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's just as guilty of that with his little subject changes while they mm-hmm. were having – while they have conversations. Yep. And the fact of the matter is if she feels like she needs an answer or she's made a decision, she does it and she goes for it. Yeah. And she's determined and she doesn't let anything stand in her way.
1: Yep. I – yeah. I totally agree. Um. So – then we have um, more sad Demir. Bora comes in to officially give his resignation. They kind of have yeah. a talk. They kind of have
0: a talk. Um, they
1: do, and you know it kind of sucks because Bora does drop you know a little bit of some truth nuggets there on him, um, and is like you know well I hope you do fall in love and I do hope you like know what this feels <laughs> yeah. like one day like because you'll understand basically like. Why this was so difficult and so trying for us and why we did what we did. Um, yeah. But then he serves that blow right before he walks out and he's like, oh, wait, but your heart is frozen. Like, <laughs> and just kind of like I know. walks out.
0: I think him saying that, though, was an important piece in mm-hmm. this episode because – I think it probably made Demir there are so many little instances in this episode mm-hmm. where people outside of the situation, people outside of him and Celine are kind of dropping these little things that are making Demir have to kind of reconsider mm-hmm. what he's taking as reality.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: And it really starts with with that little speech from Bora. Yeah and he's having to kind of be like, Is my heart frozen? Like oh. did it? <laughs> did... Did I overreact? Like was mm-hmm. should I have done this? And so I I really liked that. Yeah. I
1: agree. Um so then oh then we have uh, Barack basically barges into Baba's office and is like, "Give me what I deserve. I yeah. earned this. I deserve to be boss." blah. He's just a little spoiled brat. Um yeah. and storms back out. Yeah. So Then we get, okay, so Demir is being, you know, of course, grumpy and irritable at work and all that, right? And then he's annoyed because Barack and Celine aren't there. And then he winds up asking later, I think, even um, about her. And then Barack, like, storms into the office and is like, you don't even know what you did to her. Like, she passed – excuse me. Right. She passed out and I had to take her to the hospital. And he's like, oh, that trick again. Like, he's (laughs) – and I was like,
0: Demir! Like, I know. I mean, thankfully, later he rethinks it after Barack leaves his office,
1: <laughs> right? Because he he does go he does go home. Um, oh, right. speaking of which, because I just yelled his name, um, our Demir count for this oh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's there's tw- it's twenty four times she says it in okay. this episode, <laughs> and th- I think my favorite one to date is in here because when she sees that the like oh, house me is all rearranged.
0: Too. I cackled. I was <laughs> so hard. Oh.
1: So I was like, okay, that one almost counts for uh, two because it was very impassioned. But um, uh, yeah. so yeah, 24. So our count right now is 310. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, before I forget. And so, yeah, at one point, you're right. He changes his mind. He does decide to at least go home and check on her. And yeah. she's asleep on the couch, which he still doesn't believe. He just thinks she's like pretending to be asleep so that she doesn't have to like talk to him.
0: Yes. And he's getting
1: oh so he's getting like so mad and so irritated. But then he like her arm falls, right? And it just kinda goes limp.
0: Yes. So and then, then, then he's he, you get the look of realization mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, his face. Mm-hmm.
1: The panic. Oof. And he tries to wake her up yeah. now. <laughs> okay. He's like he's like shaking her kind of tapping her trying to get her to wake up then he sees the sedatives he sees the full plate of food that she clearly hasn't eaten yeah. dumps the bottle to count which I was like that is really smart because he's like oh there's 20 he apparently counts yeah. 17 of them in half a second because yeah. then he's like you took three of these three times the prescribed amount now listen <laughs> just I feel like everyone knows this but if you ever find someone who's
0: taken <laughs> three sedatives on an Kristen, empty stomach. Romance reasons. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I guess if we have teenagers <laughs> listening to us, guys, call 911. Don't- <laughs> yes. Do not pick them
1: up. Do not put them in the shower. Do not Sleeping Beauty them awake. Like, get their stomach pumped. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and the oh funny my thing gosh. is he even mentions her getting her stomach yes. pumped and then he lets her go back to sleep. <laughs> I know. Like 6
1: minute drier <laughs> logic to the extreme. But listen, it serves because he is it in a does. panic. It you does. hear the panic in his voice. He sweeps her into his arms like yeah. she's nothing. He trudges yeah. up the stairs like he's holding a <laughs> you know, feather, gets the shower turned on, and just sits in the shower to, like, try to wake. Holy
0: clothed. Demir goes mm-hmm. in there with his full-on outfit. His shoes uh-huh. are still on. Uh-huh. But he's so panicked. This is the crap that I love. Oh, he's I know. He's so we panicked. We it up. He there's no thought to anything else but mm-hmm. getting Celine awake, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is so good! Like, mm-hmm. give me more!" and
1: <laughs> And major props to Furcon and Ibuké because, mm-hmm. like, they literally had to do that scene while water is like rushing over yeah. them, and while yeah. we love watching it, it's not sexy to actually have to do. Like,
0: <laughs> you know, like yeah, can you imagine the water just coming? D- and directly onto uh-huh. your face the way the way poor IBK was sitting
1: there. Yes. And she has to act like she's bar- – she can't really react to it because yeah, she's no, supposed to be like all. mostly unconscious. Anyway, so props to them for that. And honestly, yeah. when he's saying her name, like you hear I his – like you actually I hear the know. panic. That's what I love so much is like it's he's so not just good. like yelling her name or frantically saying it. You literally hear the panic from within him. And he's like, Celine, mm-hmm. open your eyes. And I love because we get these little snippets of her kind of being awake. And she's like, I don't want to wake up because in my dreams, you love me. In my mm-hmm. dreams, you're kissing me. In my mm-hmm. dreams, we're together. And,
0: and then these little snippets, her eyes her eyes open a little bit. And he's like, okay, see, mm-hmm. you're you're here. I'm here with you. It's mm-hmm. over. It's okay. You're, and he's like trying to comfort her. <laughs> <Ugh>.
1: <laughs> but... He, when she finally is just like, I don't want to wake up, basically, because in my mm-hmm. dreams, all these things are great. He lays one on. He just grabs her face. He pulls it to him. He kisses her. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we eat this up. This would not work in real life, but DZ magic no. and all. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we get this, it's like... it's his last-ditch effort, so to speak, to yes. wake her up and, like, okay, if, maybe if I kiss you out of your dream, you'll come no. awake and realize <laughs> this isn't a dream.
1: Well, and listen, because, again, in real life, three sedatives, empty stomach, probably not a good thing. Um no. But at least the last thing she would have seen and experienced were those beautiful <laughs> pillow lips. So, listen. Do you mean if, if she I, died, Kristen?
0: <laughs> if I have to... Listen. If you're about to die. <laughs> you're about to die. What's the thing you want to go out doing? Kissing Furcon's pillow lips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, bet, i mean, a good chunk of, of viewers would agree that that's oh my gosh. not the worst way to die.
1: <laughs> so when I, I had tweeted something like that, basically, like, listen, pillow lips would not be the worst way to go. And oh, so a bunch no. of people um in the fan like honestly shout out to the Harry days and fandom you guys are just great you all even if like even if not all of them are actually listening to the podcast they're just like seeing us on twitter they can tell we're like watching for the first time so they're all super careful of spoilers um and like they're just so happy to see us experiencing it for the first time so they'll be like oh hey did you see this thing from like this and like so they're sending us stuff so a couple girls were like, "Do you know he's actually really self conscious about his lips? Like he hates them." What? And I was like, "What? Why would he be? They are an asset. Like they are beautiful." Um, I guess he gets asked if he gets like Botox and fillers. Like, uh, I know, I know. How
0: rude!
1: I know, I know. Part People of me are is like, so rude. They are, and part of me is like, I'm kind of. It's kind of interesting that they're at least asking a man that, because you know. But yeah. also they shouldn't be asking anybody that man or woman. Um yeah. but he's like so self-conscious so I guess somebody sent me like an interview clip where they're asking him about his lips and he's like explaining that like he's self-conscious of them and he hates them because <laughs> um because they're like two hunks of beef is what he said. <laughs> Aww, so, poor I was like, God. so then someone made a meme where his lips and it's like two pieces of <laughs> steak <instead. laughs> and sent it to me and showed me. They're like, yeah, somebody made this after that interview. I was dying. So I was talking to Yesenia about it. I was like, yeah, someone was telling like someone else like sent me the fact that like, you know, he's so self-conscious of it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. and how he says that they're like two hunks of beef. And Yesenia was all, listen, Furkan, beef is delicious. And I immediately started laughing because it made me think of my diary entry when I was like in
0: second grade. Yeah.
1: I was like, oh, I was like, when she said that, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. I was like.
0: I think you've told this before. I said, I think
1: Ashley's Ashley's brought it up on the podcast. I don't know if it was during EK days, if it was during Sunshine Kapama, but. It made when she said beef is delicious, I was like, oh my gosh, this is my Chad A diary entry all over again because I had a crush on a little boy named Chad in second or third grade. And I had a spotty dotty diary that I wrote in faithfully back then. And his last name began with an A because there were two Chads and you did not want to mix them up. And so Chad A was who I liked. And I had written about a bunch of stuff about him and then at one point in my prose all about chad i said chad a is a hunk of steak and i
0: love steak That's <laughs> a third grader uh, already God. thinking in your figurative <laughs> language how you can objectify <laughs> a, 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 like nine-year-old <laughs> oh my god i think Kristen found this when we were teenagers and when she showed me i almost <laughs> peed my pants laughing it was so funny so it's become this running joke uh-huh. about like men as as beef and, and steak
1: but it was so funny because i was like i didn't immediately make that correlation until Yasenia was like listen for con beef is delicious and i was like oh my god it really is hunks of steak and we love steak anyways so for don't be self-conscious about your lips they're beautiful um they are beautiful so um anyways they he kisses her he still has the sad eyes um yes and then the, the scene switches right oh yeah, he, puts, he basically
0: he... carries her into the room mm-hmm. his um, room
1: his room
0: his room mm-hmm. and she's all wet and guys mm-hmm. she can't get sick so he has to change her clothes for her <laughs> <laughs> he's such an <laughs> incredibly considerate man <laughs> so he gets her all warm and toasty and he's lays her down but he's trying to wake her up he's yeah like, okay you know, you've had your fun, Celine. (laughs) Now it's time to wake up and face reality. We need to talk about this. But she just keeps, she's super out of it. Yeah. And she just keeps saying, I don't want to wake up. I don't want to wake up. Let me sleep for a little Mm -hmm. longer. And that's kind of just how that scene goes. He's trying to wake her up. Trying to bargain with her. As it, this
1: is happily. when he's like, "I if you don't get up, like I'm gonna need to take you to the hospital to get your stomach pumped." But then, like you said, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He just no, lets he her doesn't. Sleep. <laughs> And he like goes to Vidot, doesn't he? Like leaves, <laughs> he even he leaves her? He, he has, does leave. He leaves he her to die. <laughs> he doesn't even stay to like make sure she's still breathing. He
0: just no. <laughs> He, he wet her, Kristen. She's fine now. <laughs> yeah.
1: she,
0: she, got, she got a little shower. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: And a kiss. And a kiss.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and she snuggled up under his uh, sheets. So, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, Alara at this point calls Barack and is like, we need to talk. Yeah. Our plan. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Yeah. Um, who cares? Meanwhile, the rest of the group is at Happy Pie. They're kind of freaking out over the whole situation because Bora and Mervey need to figure their stuff out. Right. Celine's obviously upset. There's stuff going on. Ebo gets a wild hair. This felt so out of left field. Oh, I know. This whole both the the everything about Ebo this episode felt very weird. Like It did. He Okay, he has his therapist friend who I'm going to call Benjamin cuz his name sounds close to Benjamin, but <laughs> yeah. Um like he calls this guy to send him over to Demir and uh Celine's to like basically help their relationship because he knows obviously things have been rocky um but when he shows up at happy pie first to kind of go over the situation with him and he introduces ida as one of celine's friends Mm -hmm. and ida is like excuse me like Mm -hmm. because she's like why wouldn't he introduce me as his girlfriend why is it specifically that i'm celine's friend all this stuff um and he sends you know, wildly, what I assume is a fake therapist dude off to Demir and Celine's. They wind up thinking right. he's like a a um. he begins with an like m a lawyer, right? Yeah, no, they think he's like a mitigator, like a like a. Oh my gosh, somebody's yelling because well, I think word he is him.
0: like a a family marriage and family therapist. Because I right. think that when he comes, Ebo's like, so you work with families and you were, you're like a couples counselor, right? And the guy kind of confirms that, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Um they think he's like I a I to figure out what they think he is.
1: They think he's like a mediator is the word I was looking for. Like but like a legal mediator like for the house stuff. Oh, okay. Like trying to help them figure out the house stuff and then that's when eventually they're like, "Wait, therapy like and <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they realize they've been like been being shrunk this whole time." But Right. So Ida winds up confronting Ebo later. She kind of stews about it and then is yeah. kind of even passive aggressive about it when she does bring it up to him because she's like, yeah. she just tr- uses she the word friend. friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, what's going on? So she confronts him eventually about it. Like, and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. And she's like, what? You haven't told your friends about us? And he's like, no. And she's like, what? Why? Like, she's offended, which I understand. Yeah. So apparently, Ebo has an issue with the fact that like all of her friends and coworkers have been so intertwined in their relationship, even though he just inserted himself into Celine and Demir's by sending right. them a therapist. um, But somehow he's just like, we haven't really had time to just like develop our relationship. So no, I haven't told my right. friends about us, which I'm like, that's kind of, it doesn't seem like Ebo, And it seems kind of like a weak excuse. So I don't know if this was just there because it's like, Hey, we're getting into drama season for DZs, and like we need to add some more. I don't know. It just
0: right. It felt like little... we need we need some sort of way to spice up the Ida Ebo storyline. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like they're just too happy, so we need to throw something like a wrench in there. I don't know. It right. just it felt it did not feel very natural. So um, that was just really weird because like it kind of caused an argument. And he's kind of he, he's kind of a jerk, like a little bit, like
0: right and then meanwhile he's doing everything he can to fix celine and his relationship right yeah yeah it just yeah it it felt off Mm -hmm. it felt i i agree yeah
1: yeah so i'm like yeah anyways um but hopefully it won't be too much of a you know crazy side plot and it'll it'll just kind of get hashed out and dealt with um right because part of me is like well I understand being like hey like I want us to spend time together alone really get to you know really get to know one another like that's all good mm-hmm. and fine but you can do that while your friends also know about your relationship you can just set boundaries instead like right yeah so anyways um, so that's kind of their thing this episode I don't think there's much else as far as the two of them go but um Bora Oh, there's kind of, like, a sad goodbye for Bora the next day as he's, like, packing up all his stuff, but I don't really care. I I don't really care. Uh, (laughs) And then he, oh, he brings in food later. So we go back to the house after the whole Happy Pie thing. Demir is still trying to get her to, like, eat and drink. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Well, we... so he goes back, he leaves and then he goes back, or is this after she wakes up?
1: No, well, I th- you know what, I think we kind of talked about that scene all in one, and I think it got split between. Yeah, yeah, it did okay. get split. Okay. Yeah,
0: when she's like, when he's trying to get her to wake up.
1: Yes, okay, so we already talked about yeah. that, and like his heart hurts, and so he goes outside to get air and stuff.
0: Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, because uh, the next time they see each other, she has woken up, And... Comes downstairs. She comes downstairs, yeah. That's right. So he hasn't left. He hasn't left her to die.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. So maybe he was just downstairs. I, For some reason, I thought he went to Vidot's during this, but that's later.
0: I think Um, it's later, yeah, after this conversation. Okay. Because she comes down, and she doesn't remember anything that's happened that day. All that she remembers is having gone to work, and they're all out on the terrace... And then they're kind of chatting about wedding stuff. And then Alara comes, and then she's like, "Oh, yeah." And then you talked to Alara.
2: Mm-hmm. But he
0: because he's kind of calling her a liar again as she's mm-hmm. saying, "What are you what's wrong? what do you why are you acting like this? What do you mean what ha- What do you mean?" Because he's telling her, "Come on, Celine, you know, you know what happened. We need to talk about this." But she is essentially telling him, what are you talking about i don't know what happened i just remember this and then i woke up in your bed and my clothes are changed Mm -hmm. so what are you even talking about and she and she wants to know all and she does wind up asking him like what caused this
1: this like sudden 180 basically that's like because i'm going like i'm going crazy um and he doesn't really give her an answer um and uh in between all this, Mervé confides into Ida that how Demir knows everything. Um mm. And so when they're talking, you know, because she's like, we just thought it was that he knew they lived together, but he actually knows everything. Well, stupid Barack is like, they live together? Like, yeah. so now he knows and then is like, oh,
0: poor me, boohoo. Let me go get drunk and then drive um. Well, and then later, everybody else ends up finding out because Barack it's Barack's fault he's uh-huh. again the one who says it in front of everybody, so now the whole place knows that they mm-hmm. live together, and of course some of them are taking they're assuming things mm-hmm. about the situation that they shouldn't be so a a lot of the issues in this episode are caused by Barack <laughs> um. But, yeah, so he finds out and, like you said, gets drunk, Alara comes in, they taunt each other for a little while, and then he well, drives and away.
1: He winds up thanking her because he's like, you, I don't know if you'll be around to see the rest of this, but thanks for everything you set up because now I'm going to finish it. Like, and then he orders her a drink and then leaves and drives yeah. drunk and then gets in an accident and unfortunately survives. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: Like with barely a scratch on uh him. Thank God. And thank
1: God he only only drove off the road and didn't like actually harm anybody else. Yeah, Um, seriously. But, you know, he he just deserves no sympathy for that. And it's so frustrating because when he does wake up in the hospital and his dad's like I mean, his dad chastises him like a teeny smidge, but also is more like, (sighs) I almost lost my son. I need to give you what's yours. Here, you were dumb and irresponsible. Let me make you the boss of half the company anyways. Yeah.
0: yeah, Um, Super annoying.
1: So, you know, this is when um, after Celine and Demir have that kind of confrontation at the house and Mm -hmm. she still doesn't have answers. She's like, well, all I know is that you went and talked to, like you said, you went and talked to Alara. Everything changed. So girlfriend goes and confronts (laughs) Alara. And she dials the crazy up a little bit. But I'm here for it. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) because <laughs> she yeah. basically walks in and is like, I don't know what you told him. I don't know, you know, but congratulations. Whatever your goal was, you accomplished it. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, and until you tell me what was said, she starts like throwing her paint, knocking over supplies. <laughs> yeah. All this stuff. And basically, you know, she's just, she's So She's just saying a lot. I think at one point she's like, you don't, you know, you think you know him, but you don't know him the way I do. And she, And then her eye catches on the stalker drawing of... of demir and she just takes it and like throws a wad of cash down is like well i bought it it's mine now and and, like storms (laughs) out i loved that so much i loved it so much um and what i really love is that then she's a little bit crazy and is sitting at the outdoor cafe talking to to him (laughs) the drawing of demir and i love how she's like she didn't even draw you right. Your eyes are so much softer than that when you look or your eyes are so much kinder than that when you look at me. Your lips are mm-hmm. way softer than that. And she's like, oh, your lips. And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm, I understand, Celine.
0: We all agree, Celine. We all agree. <laughs> so
1: she's just like pointing out how like he- she didn't even get all of his features right, you know, because she doesn't mm. truly know him. But everyone's looking at her like, is that girl talking to a drawing? Um, right. Meanwhile, yeah. we got Bessie time. We touched on this a tiny bit, but
0: yes, so Vedat, once again mm-hmm. being amazing mm-hmm. because he's like, all right, out with it. what's going on? What's going on? you you do things and then you suffer more and then you continue to suffer and I I, I don't know how to help you. So this is where we find out that Demir was previously engaged. And something terrible happened, and it obviously had to do with work. Cle- clearly, she was a colleague or a client, mm-hmm. something to that effect. And she fully, fully broke his heart. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? Was it three years ago?
1: Yeah, it was three years ago. And he said it took him a year to even really, like, wake up and start living life again. Yeah. Um, and I, I texted Yasenia, and I was like okay, Vidat was just being like metaphorical, right? Like Demir wasn't like in a coma or something for like a year after like because of a broken heart. She's like, no, no, it was metaphorical. I was like, I just got to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Because that yeah. would have been, I mean, it's sad either way, but. Um, it is. But yeah, so like it took him a year to really even like start functioning again. Mm-hmm. And even then he had a harder heart. Like, you know, he didn't come out unscathed. And, um, you know, and so he's pointing out, this is when he starts pointing out all the ways that a Lul and Celine are different. Mm-hmm. Like Celine's the kind of girl who stays. She's not the kind that just you know takes off. Um, yep. And you know, so I'm sure we're gonna get more background and things on that as episodes right. go. Um, as far as what happened to between Demira and her. Um, but I just love that Vedot's like, look. Yeah, is it possible that maybe it did start out that way because they were trying to get rid of you because you just walk, swooped in and just started, like, changing all the rules and right. she was watching her friend's hearts get broken, you know, that they couldn't work together or they had to give up their relationship. Like, so yeah, maybe it started that way. But sorry, nobody nobody can fake the way she looks at you. Like, nobody yeah. can, you know, like, you know that girl. And, you, and I love because after he winds up telling him this, and of course, this is not all the stuff Demir really wants to hear. Right. I love that Vedat's like, oh, and by the way, you can't stay here tonight.
0: Yeah, I was cheering. I was like, yes, Mm Vedat, you're such a good friend. He's like, you need Celine. Like on the night that I need you the most, you're gonna kick me out. And Vedat's like, yeah, sorry, we're closed. See you later. (laughs) It's like you don't need me. You need
1: Celine, so go home and talk to her. Go
0: home and talk to her. Yes. Oh, he so so
1: little angel baby. uh plant guy. I can't think of what the name is for that. But anyways, <laughs> I was about to say florist, but he's not a florist. Um
0: well and I like that the things that Vidat said confirmed because after after mm-hmm. Burat comes into his office earlier and says all that stuff about Celine, Demir has a little moment where he's thinking of other things mm-hmm. and that maybe are not so tainted.
1: And yeah. one
0: of the things is how much she was defending uh, Merve and Bora, and was telling him, like, hey, if you do this, it doesn't just affect you. Mm-hmm. This affects a lot of people. There's a lot of people involved. And so I loved that Vidat bringing that up mm-hmm. really confirms what kind of a person Celine is, why she would be thinking about these things. Yeah. Um, and why she would be fighting so hard for her friends.
1: Well, and on top of that, on that same note, like, Yeah, if she was just trying to get you to fall in love with her just so she could get her weight, why would she care about it affecting your guys' relationship? Because that's what she's really telling him is like, hey, your decision affects our relationship too because like I know you're not going to set rules for one person and not for another basically. So why would she care about whether they could still have a relationship or not later if she was just – If it was all fake. Exactly. So, um. Yeah. So you're right. It does. I love that it gives him that pause to to think like, OK, yeah, maybe there is some stuff that doesn't quite make sense to this just being um, a, you know, just a plan to get rid of me. Right. So um, throughout all this, uh, Celine winds up getting a phone call from the hospital about Brock being in the being oh, there. Yeah. She rushes there. Um, Ekrem, is that his dad's name? I think so, yeah. Ekrem Bay. he winds up calling Demir because to let him know um, that I don't know why he calls to tell him that actually because I'm like they haven't really discussed business stuff yet, but I think just
0: because he is an employee at that point mm, and so he's not going to be coming in for the next couple days or whatever, so he's just keeping him updated. That's that was true. My that, assumption.
1: Okay, that makes sense. But of course, you know, Demir's not totally, you know, he's not a jerk. So he's mm-hmm. not like who cares that Barack he's like, oh my gosh, is he okay? yes Michelle soon? Like, yeah. do you need anything? Um, and he winds up coming to the hospital. And it yeah. sucks because he gets there, of course, as Celine is talking to Barack and it's out of context, but you know, he's like she's holding his hand in yeah. like a comforting gesture, but that's all he sees. That's all Demir sees. Yeah. And then stupid Barack, you know, is like after Demir's like, you know, are you okay? I came to see if you're okay, your dad called do you need anything? And he's like, "I have everything I need right here." And even Celine Ugh. could tell it was a point because she looks at him like, she, even she knew it was a pointed statement. You know?
0: Yeah. Yep. She does.
1: So yeah. And then when Demir's like, Celine Hanum, are you gonna stay here tonight to like he? And I'm like, Oh, Demir, why would you know. even make that an option? Um, know. and you can tell she's reluctant, but she's like, Um. Yeah, I guess I am. Like, you know, he's my friend. He's it. Like, and I love Baba comes in and is like, oh, that's not necessary. I'm staying with my son. Yes. You go home. And I'm like, hallelujah. Saved thank you. Uh huh. Yeah. So thank goodness she didn't stay there all night. Um, yeah. and so now at
0: this point, does, she doesn't go home though, right?
1: Well, I think she, she, he goes home first. I think Celine stays for a little bit. Um, okay. Because, a, we get another scene where some time has passed, but it's between Ida and Ebo, which we already talked about. So it's clearly right. a little bit later because then we have time for that to happen. Then we switch to later in the evening because Demir is now asleep.
0: Right. So okay. Céline
1: does get home. Um,
0: oh, this was such a good scene. Such a good... And I was... Okay,
1: I remember when she first walked in and started talking, I was like, okay, you two are really starting to piss me off with all your sleeping confessions. Like, telling each other well, things
0: while the other sleeping and then when she does in this one and well when she walked in i was like please be awake yes exactly please that's be what I was like, pretending uh-huh, to be asleep uh-huh. and actually be awake because
1: even if it does make you any- a hypocrite cuz you thought that's what she was doing to you earlier i don't even care
0: <laughs> right but but like her saying her, anything that she might say during mm-hmm. this time, if she thought that sorry, if you hear Zuzu <laughs> barking, my husband just got home. Um, if if she thinks he's really asleep, mm-hmm. then he's gonna know mm-hmm. that what she's saying is the truth. Yeah, because why would she need to pretend yeah. to a sleeping person? Uh huh.
1: To an unconscious person, she wouldn't need hear her. to. No. Nope. Yeah. So I love that she winds up telling him like. The girls, yes, knew about you, but it was before we even knew you were our new boss. Yep. And because of the situation, they kept it quiet because my friends can keep a secret for me. Nobody else knew. Yep. Um. I like basically. I don't know how other people found out, but it wasn't. It wasn't because of them. they I. Yep. And it wasn't because of me. Um. You know. And and she's just. And so she tells him that, and then she's like, you know, and I understand. Like I did a lot of bad things. Like. I lied to you. I did that. Like, and it's all compiled up. Like, I completely yep. understand why you're mad, but you also could have given me a chance to explain. And then and she's yeah. like, Doesn't your heart hurt? Yes. And like, Oh, and she like touches his and chest. She grabs his hand. Yes. And she strokes his hair. Ugh. Oh my gosh. And then she's like, You know, cause like, cause, cause my heart hurts. Like, Ugh. Mm-hmm.
0: And then. And I'm sorry, Demir. If like, Mm-hmm. how much more do you need here how I much know. more do you need she is she has apologized mm-hmm. she's giving you the truth she's like i know that i screwed up but in the end what about how you feel what yeah. about your feelings what about your heart oh, i know so it kills and she me walks away and of and course then... he wakes up and i was like <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes oh my
1: gosh i was so i was like okay these writers clearly know when it needs to like when there needs to be that shift because it all the other stuff before I was like, OK, I like like when they sit down and, you know, and at one point, I think even Demir. Um, it's like in episode 11. Yeah. Last episode, I think when he's like, you know, I, I I'm sorry because I probably should stay away, but I can't anymore. But he's saying that to her like mm-hmm. sleeping form, you know, and yeah. um, and I liked that. I loved that. And yeah. but then. Like I said, when this one came, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, another sleeping. And then I was like, oh, he's not really <laughs> sleeping. He's awake. So it was like the perfect time to give us that little twist of yes, him actually being awake to hear that stuff. Because uh, if anyone needs to hear this stuff right now, it's him. Like Yes. 100%. You know? percent She doesn't really need the reassurance. He's the one who needs it right now. Um,
0: right. And then he grabs his heart oh, because he his heart his is again. hurting. Yes. Because, of oh. course, his heart is hurting. Oh, oh because they oh. love each other <laughs> oh my gosh
1: so good man there's just something about like that when they have to like rub that breastbone it like oh. i know oh. i know and they're
0: like what is this what's going on inside
1: <laughs> oh it's just so good and so i love the next morning she goes in to check on him but he's already up and out of the room
0: and mm-hmm. but
1: she spies her bracelet on his nightstand and so she's like hmm okay well he didn't throw it away he didn't burn it he didn't get rid of it like that's a good thing, like, puts it back and just, you know, goes on her, oh, she kisses it.
0: (laughs) Yes, she, and then she goes, give this to him for me. I was like, how cute. So cute. (laughs)
1: Uh, But he's doing his morning uh, kata, and Mm -hmm. catches her ogling him this time. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, the doorbell's ringing, Celine. (laughs) (laughs) And this is when our therapist friend Benjamin shows up yes. um, and they they think he's a mediator because he's sitting down talking about their issues and stuff. But they kind of seem like more like it relates to the house. So right. they go through this whole string of things. And then when they're like, wait, therapy. And then they realize like, mm-hmm. oh, no, they're getting an actual like couples therapy session. And he this happens over the course of a few scenes. But He's like, yeah. Oh, your towels are next to each other. The hormones are interacting and causing, like,
0: yeah. It's all. It's so
1: <laughs> ridiculous. And he's like, oh, your room is right above Demir's. Well, like, <laughs> like the venting system. And when you breathe, his hormones are reaching up to you. And when when Celine rolls back and forth on her bed, it permeates down to you. Like, it's just the it's,
0: vibrations yeah. are, are, are traveling yes. down to you. Yes, and your heat is traveling uh-huh. up to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh
1: so yeah. yeah it it's just it seemed like kooky pure and, comedic relief yes absolutely yeah for this episode so um then um Brock winds up spilling the beans to everyone else via facetime after they find out he's been in an accident that's which, right that's and right. i love that osmi is like how did i not catch on to this sooner I she's know. more like she's more like <laughs> offended that she didn't realize it before everyone else not even surprised by like the fact right. that they live together um, which is funny
0: because really she should have known oh she totally with, should have with some of the stuff that mm-hmm. she observed between the two of yeah them.
1: yeah totally yeah. agree so um demir after this
0: is this the the coffee stand
1: yeah well demir sees because when when Celine rushed off to barack at the hospital she just asked the barista if she could leave the drawing there and come pick right. it up later well she never went back so, right. Demir's getting his coffee the next morning and, like, is like, uh, what is that? And the guy's like, oh, yeah. a famous, a famous soccer player, like, uh, yeah, something. Yeah, the owner has
0: a, a famous footballer cousin. And yeah. I, fe- I assumed it was him. Yeah. <laughs> and... Meanwhile, the, clearly, <laughs> the guy is standing yes, in front of him. I, I was know. like, hello,
1: dude, are you blind? Men are so ob- <laughs> men are so unobservant, though. So it was like, you
0: know. Or, it, <laughs> or maybe it was supposed to be, like, a a dig at Alara's mm-hmm. skills. Yes. Uh, at her art skills. Um, yeah, because he gets his coffee, and then he walks away, and he's just kind of, like, drinking his
1: Contemplating. coffee. Contemplating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Being all... Um, Why can't I think of the
1: morose? What's the word?
0: Sure. That's not what pensive. He was. being. Pensive. pensive. Oh, that's
1: about. No, no, that's a better word. Pensive. Um, (laughs) That's a better word to describe him in that situation. Well, then as he's doing that, Celine comes to get her coffee and the painting back.
2: Right. So
1: and when she walks away, when Demir comes back for like a refill or something, he doesn't. He's like, okay, (laughs) I'm suddenly gone. Like they've they're literally all driving me crazy. I've gone crazy because that painting probably wasn't even there. Well, meanwhile, well, the,
0: sh- the guys switch their shifts. So it's oh, a new guy.
1: That's right. And
0: he and when Demir's like, what happened to the painting? The guy's new like, guy what is kind of saying, what painting? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so poor Demir. Poor
1: Demir. Oh, man. So. um,
0: And that's when Alara comes.
1: Alara comes and Celine sees her first. So they. well, Because
0: she's trying to secure this painting to her to her mm-hmm. bike mm-hmm. and alara comes and grabs it she's like what are you doing why <laughs> do you have that Blah, blah, blah. being all
1: alara mm-hmm. yes being Ugh. horrible what an alara she
0: is so yeah. so they so, get into it
1: yes and celine's kind of like i don't even understand what the heck i did to you like listen your mission was accomplished you wanted to separate us you separated us he's mad at me he hates me he thinks that i'm like doing terrible things to him like congratulations you got what you wanted and yeah. Alara's like, I try, and this I love this because this is when Demir starts overhearing, you know, and she's like, um, you know, I warned you this would happen, and she just starts ripping into Celine's like character and the fact that she's in a lower station in life, and like, how could she ever expect someone of Demir's, you know, um, level to even really want anything serious with her like I told you right. how this would end she's being awful and she, and even Celine's like I don't even know what I've done to you to make you speak like this to me like it's so offensive yeah. and so ugly like and then so Demir walks in to like break it up but, but I I was kind of like I know he tells Alara off later but I wanted him to fully tell her off right now because it was like she's yeah. being super ugly and yeah he's just more like you guys are drawing all kinds of attention because of your competition and blah 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 <sighs> So yeah. it's like he kind of put it on both of them.
0: But I loved it cuz Celine's like doesn't Celine hand him the painting or the drawing? She does and and she she basically tell I doesn't she say something like now you're seeing the truth of who she is and mm-hmm. and what I've been trying to tell you all along. Yeah. And basically like here you're the one who yep. needs this <laughs> who should have this anyway and yep. then she just drives off on her yep. bike.
1: Yep. And um and so Demir kind of yells at Alara a little bit, and he walks off as well. So, because right, she's um, like, "We were
0: supposed to talk," and he's like, "I can't talk to you right now mm-mm. with the way, with how upset I am, and I need to just leave." So I'm leaving. <laughs> and at first, I was like, "Okay, that's it. Like, she doesn't. That's all mm-hmm. she's getting for everything that she's done, and how horrible she was acting to Celine just then." Which we should expect but,
1: now for our female villains; they never get their just honestly, desserts, but. Um, They
0: never do.
1: But Seldom winds up getting to work a couple minutes apart. So someone, I think, even comments on, like, oh, you didn't arrive together? Like, because now they all know. And he's like, okay, everyone in the conference room, we're going to hash this out. So he basically is like, he just gives the explanation. Yes, we wound up each buying a half of the same house without knowing it it you know we weren't we didn't want to let it affect our work it's why we didn't bring it here to the workplace but now you know does anybody have questions like
2: mm-hmm. nobody has
1: questions so it's time to get to work on their other projects um right. and so the, um i like it because i said it was this episode sponsored by red bull because like Celine i just, know like, the random like, well and you know i i remember you know this this dz air around the same time ek did and there were those random times when john would have to drink red bull so i was That's like they just must right. have been a pretty active like dz sponsor at the time um
0: they must have been so well and then in another episode the, uh, the yogurt was eating that yogurt yeah the activa so the activa
1: uh-huh. yeah um and the, or it'll just be like sitting on a table but like the label's facing forward perfectly. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Celine
0: takes one drink. <laughs>
1: She's
0: like, "Let's get let's get to work." <laughs> Let me get my energy drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs>
1: nope. All oh, that Great product placement, um, like the Head and Shoulders in Central Kapama and yes, like the Venus Razor scene in Ek. Remember when oh like gosh. Layla and that was on Have the like worst.
0: <laughs> it was so of bad. all of the product placement scenes that I've seen in my life, that one <laughs> by far was the worst. Oh my gosh,
1: so funny. Anyway, it was just yeah, that one was just so like crazy. Um, anyways, so they they presumably get a bunch of stuff done at work because now it's later after work they're all at happy pie again and basically they're all discussing just you know the craziness of everything and barack is like oh hey i just remembered you guys don't have a house i have a house i lived in at university i'm not using it you guys should use it right you know there's some back and forth of that they eventually accept it but then he winds up soliciting Celine's help because he's like oh i know we're gonna let them use it but I kind of left it not in the best condition. It would be rude to, you know, give it to them. Like, would you come help me, like, vamp it up, basically. Right. And so they go. there's a whole montage of them redecorating the house and stuff. He he kind of yeah. milks his injuries a little bit, yeah. which I'm like, nobody cares. You did this to yourself. Um, yeah. And this is when they have that conversation where he's like, you're not going to let him make you feel like you're a bad person. Because she's like, I used to be a good person. And right. he's like, you still are. And, you know, he does make some valid points. Like, people – sometimes people lie. Like, it – and it doesn't necessarily – it doesn't just automatically make you an overall bad person. And he's not wrong. Yeah. um, Because right. we're human beings. We make mistakes. We make poor choices sometimes. Um, right. You know. But then he keeps going with it and the whole, like – Well, he's, I bet he's hiding stuff too. And I'm, we're going to find out what it is. It's going to come to light, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, and villain. Like the switch has officially, the flip has officially been switched. Switched has been flipped. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I really butchered that, but you got, you got my gist. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, and before they left, um, um, Celine had told the girls, hey, let's, let's do our yearly beach. Uh, beach morning tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll meet you guys there in the morning. So, it's the next morning. Uh, because she and Demir don't see each other that night, do they?
1: Well, wait. Don't skip what the final confrontation of Alara and Demir.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: this yes, happens while you. Barack and Selina there. So, go ahead. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah. Well, c- because guess who shows up at, <laughs> the t- at the door? Because she thinks she can do whatever she wants with no Shock consequences. Shock of shocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is clearly not happy that she's there, Mm -hmm. but she is delusional and she is letting her delusions out again. And, uh, they start talking and he's, he basically is like, look, this is over. You're, Mm -hmm. we finished your job. I did everything that I was supposed to do for the sake of your father. Mm -hmm. I know. Sorry. I hit my mic. Um, I did everything I was supposed to do for the sake of your father. And there's nothing left for me, for us to talk about. There's yep. nothing left for us to deal with here. And she's like, what do you mean you did this for my father? Blah, blah, blah. You can't talk to me like well, that. When she's like, we're not.
1: And she's like, we're not done." That's all I was to you, a client. And I love because when he's like, I warned your father this would happen. And she's like, what? Like, yeah. out, like, well, like, oh my gosh.
0: And he tells her like. Alara, all I've ever done mm-hmm. is treated you with respect and treated you with um professionalism. Mm-hmm. That's all I've ever done. If you decided you would read into things more than mm-hmm. what I was offering, then that's not that's on you. It was nothing that I did from my end.
1: And I love how he's like, listen, you're the one who, cho- you show up, you go into people's rooms uninvited and touch their thing. Like, oh, I love that he actually pointed out this creepy stuff yes. that she's done. And I yeah. think that's when you're right, when she's like, you can't talk to me. That, <laughs> that's like, that reminds me of that. Um, what's the meme where they're like? Um, oh
0: you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yes, right It's where they're looking at the sign yes. I, th- I think it's I think the original meme is DW from Arthur. Oh uh-huh. she's like that sign won't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> Yes, that's all I thought about when when she's like, you can't talk to me that way. (laughs) There's a really good one that's ACOTAR themed. Uh It's a picture of Feyre and there's this big sign that says, under the mountain, extremely dangerous, (laughs) proceed at your own risk. Do not come in. And she's like, that sign won't stop me because I can't read. Poor Feyre, really can't read.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that you knew exactly what I was talking about. Mom. I absolutely knew exactly. What <laughs> even you though, were even talking. though this wasn't about a sign or reading. Oh my gosh! But
0: I, I, one hundred percent knew. Oh my gosh!
1: So. She's a spoiled brat. She realizes she's not going to get <laughs> mm-hmm. her way. So she basically tells him, you're going to regret this, Demir, and storms yeah. out. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then that is the last we'll ever see of her. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, Amazing. So, so, I mean, I know we're probably still going to see the effects of this whole Yildirim Bay thing that he's clearly doing of for course. his daughter. Um, yeah. But. Who, okay, here's how I'm gonna break this question down because I feel like the only true way to compare Celine and Alara, Celine from Central Kapama to clear, yeah, yeah. sorry guys, um, and Alara is to compare her to the Celine up until episode like 22 or whatever it was when she le- or 20 when she left, because
0: yeah, I don't think she was, fair.
1: yeah, I don't think she was ever supposed to come back because that version of Celine in the 30s is. Oh, that's a whole different monster um yeah yeah so i feel like celine up to episode 20 when sercon tells her off and is like i never loved you i only love Ada, and blah blah yeah. blah and um we're not even friends um yeah <laughs> and alara who who's worse in between those two
0: if those are the stipulations then alara is worse i, I totally agree 100 percent
1: because yeah. Selene, I think you talked about this a little bit. Is was not really always fully a villain. Like No.
0: No. She At made, first it really seemed like she loved Ferry.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and she that was she was like, just okay. trying to move on. Mhm.
0: Yep. Yep, and was like dedicated to him and was thinking, "Okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what heartbreak I've been through and no matter what Sarcon and I have been through, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to marry Ferry. Everything's going to be okay."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But no, no, no. From I, I mean that first episode when we were introduced to Alara, it was like, oh, maybe this is gonna, mm-hmm. maybe she's gonna be good, and yada yada And we gave her the benefit of the doubt, but it didn't last very no, long
1: <laughs> at all. Celine definitely had the benefit of the doubt longer because Celine is just more like, I mean, yeah, I remember in the early episodes I, I was pretty hard on her, but you were all, but you brought always brought perspective to it. You're like, well, listen, like she is a bit like she's kind of a jilted lover like she spent all this time waiting for sarakhan to commit and now she thinks that he's marrying this girl he barely knows like of course she's gonna be her of course she's gonna be nosy yeah she's gonna make some poor choices to like spy on things but she never really did anything until like episode like 17 or 18 whatever the fashion show was um episode 20 um When she literally switched the restaurant location so that they would both think they were stood up. Before that, she didn't do anything to actively, like, prevent or make Serkan see Edda differently or make Edda see Serkan differently. She was trying to get to the bottom of it because she didn't fully buy their relationship. And so, yeah, you know, she did things like plan dinners and stuff to try to catch, like, Edda off guard or, you know, whatever. But it was just more like she was just really suspicious of... The circumstances, not so much mm-hmm. trying to like tear them apart and turn them against one another, yeah. Until later, when she was just like, "Well, if they, if I can't be happy, then they can't be happy." And then she makes her very right. terrible decision. But then she winds up leaving, like an episode or two later. So in this right. instance, Whereas yeah,
0: Alara... Pretty much from the start is mm-hmm. actively trying to sabotage whatever relationship is building between Celine yeah. and Demir. Yeah. And just trying to attract his attention to her mm-hmm. and being super shady about everything, being really presumptive, mm-hmm. you know, going in his room, showing Ugh. up at, at his house whenever she feels like it. All this stuff. It felt like with her, it was one thing after another, after another, where she's just being horrible. Yeah. So I think, hands down, Alara mm-hmm. is worse in, within that context of those yeah.
1: things. If it was overall, I feel like that's just the best way to compare because I feel like that's the mm-hmm. most comparable number of episodes and story arc because – Definitely. Again, I don't think Celine was ever supposed to come back when you have writer switches and all that stuff and you know, right, production's right. going a different direction. Um, because if we had to compare it overall, then yeah, Celine would have to take the cake. I mean, she literally like tried to say that Khan yeah. was the father of her child when he like
0: And th- and like and kept Kept him hidden while he yes. had amnesia while, while she pe- knew he was yes. actively engaged to another woman. Yeah.
1: And they all thought he was dead, and she let them uh-huh. all continue to think he was dead, lost at sea in a plane bother. crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she would yeah. that version, yes, that version would definitely be worse. But um yeah. anyways, so uh I just know we said we would officially make a decision about that once we knew her story. Well, and now Arc that she's over. gone, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So um then so now we're at the next morning and the mm-hmm. girls are doing what? No. He and after
1: he kicks Alara out, he um discovers the black room.
0: Oh, <laughs> good grief. <laughs> the dark room. The dark room. <laughs> the black
1: room. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I, is that what I wrote? I actually wrote down he discovered the black room. <laughs>
0: The dark room <laughs> i don't yeah, know what a black because it's, uh-huh. it's unlocked so he goes down mm-hmm. and he sees all her photos finally
1: mm-hmm. but he and- he opens her digital camera and sees all the photos yes, of he him does. and yes, then he does he's like uh, he talks to one of her other photos and he's like i'm trying to understand you but it's really mm-hmm. hard so i'm like okay you're you're trying to like you're making baby steps and efforts because then after yes. that he is like, let me separate the whole house and make this place more mine and starts tearing oh apart the God. living room and putting up his own stuff and putting her stuff in piles and craziness. But um, yeah. so, yeah, so she gets home from helping Barack. She thinks maybe they're going to talk. And they have a quick right. little moment at the staircase. But all he says is just, E get And Good she night. says, Sanada, mm-hmm. And he walks upstairs. And then she discovers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when she sees it. The way she screams his uh-huh. name right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just so perfect. And he comes running down. Because he's uh-huh. like, What, is she getting murdered? What, why is she yelling my name like this? Nope. Because he just, has this panicked look on his face. He's going to murder you. Down. And she's like, What do you think you're doing? Where's all my stuff? But he had had a little flashback to their conversation when he's like, where am I in this house, Mm -hmm. Celine? Look around. Where is Demir? I'm nowhere in this house. And so he decided I'm going to make myself in this house. I'm going to put myself in this house. Yep. But she kind of says the same thing. Like, this is my house. No matter what you do, I'm never going to leave. Don't ever think that you're going to get this house to yourself. And he's what's, like, I just split everything up. I you know. have two cupboards in the kitchen, I have two cupboards. <laughs> I put myself on this side of the living room, you have that side of the living
1: room. <laughs> Little turd. But what's funny is while she's like yelling at him at one point and he's just kind of staring at her lips.
0: Oh my gosh. That <laughs> was like I was like, Dimir. <laughs> Boy. Do mm-hmm. not make promises you you can't stick yeah, to. Don't
1: don't write checks you can't cash, sir.
0: Uh huh. Because mm-hmm. the way you're looking at her lips right now, mm-hmm. you're not very angry yep. at the moment. Nope. Or if you are angry, there's an under mm-hmm. <laughs> undercurrent of something else happening mm-hmm. that Big I don't time. know if you can handle right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: I loved that, though, because I was like, oh, my gosh, he's not even paying mm-hmm. attention to – she's mad and you're just staring at her lips moving right in front of you. Um, and, okay, listen,
0: <laughs> with especially with that scene, mm-hmm. I really think that when she – goes off her rocker like that when she loses it and she gets all fired up Mm -hmm. i think that literally turns him on
1: oh because for sure
0: if there is not more better proof than the way he was looking at her her lips in that scene i don't know what other proof Mm -mm. people might need Mm -hmm. because she's all She's mad. She is pissed at him, and he, he looks like he's gonna devour her. Yes, he does. Um,
1: I—I I mean, that would have been a great place for him to just grab her and kiss her again. Um, yeah. But I, it's fine. I understand. I guess why he didn't. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I just was like, oh, you are staring at her lips, and again, I know a lot of this is like classic rom-com stuff hmm But I feel like it's so frequent this these little moments within Harrier Descent. And especially with how few episodes there are. Like for only 23 episodes, we're getting a lot of moments like this jam packed into it. Oh yeah. Um so again, like I I understand like, listen, it, it clearly did something because we're talking going on three years later here and like yeah. they're still together, like even if they haven't confirmed, um yeah, and it I it cracks me up because like, um, I think I think she just shared like the fragment or something to his new dZ and then oh okay, like I think he shared the same for she has one coming up on blue TV and so he like shared that and so like all the Harry Sin fans were like. So it was so cute because they were just like all so excited because they're like, look, and like she had commented something on one of his photos and he replied, It was like all emojis, but okay. it's like the little breadcrumbs. But um I thought I thought it was really cute. Oh, and like he started following Serkei Serkai, who's her co-star in oh, um yes. The B in DZ. And like mm-hmm. Serkai followed him back and then they each like liked each other's like most recent photos and so <laughs> i was like listen you know hubby's gotta support wifey's like (laughs) endeavors and co-stars this is a good thing but i just i was like that's really really cute that i mean even if they're not together like which i'm pretty sure they are but even if they're not they clearly are still in each other's lives and that's just really sweet and cute but um it is but anyhow, I again, I'm just like, well, no and wonder. Because, again, how many times did you have to do that scene and stare at her lips like that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How many times did you have to dry off and redo that shower scene? Like, mm-hmm. like. How
0: many, Demir? Mm-hmm. How many? Are, are, are gone? For con? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then some, some sweet baby angel sent our DZ Twitter account, that GIF, where it's a, it's, it's a fade in from <gasps> mm-hmm. the start of
1: 11
0: when oh, they're, they're walking out and their arms are touching <laughs> and then a fade into the two of them in real life doing that and mm-hmm. I was like wait I don't know wait, wait, show uh-huh. wait uh-huh. does that mean that this is a uh-huh. Furcon con thing me made it to W your thing oh my god uh-huh.
1: yes it was uh, so good I wish I had saved that because yes. I but um someone said <laughs> Someone sent us this too today. They're like, just so you know, this is a photo that existed. (laughs) It's them face swapped, and I guess, and 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 there's the one who like took and posted that photo during Harriet. That's (laughs) funny. That's funny. (laughs) Like just so just so you know, once upon a time, this photo existed. So Harriet, I said, fandom, thank you for dropping us all these little nuggets and being so mindful of the fact that we're you know watching this in weekly segments um yeah yeah I just really appreciate it it's been fun because it's like we didn't we weren't we didn't get to be there for all this stuff when it was happening in real time but I love that people are like have you seen this yet did you see with this this was something that got posted during that filming like so and then Yesenia always sending us um bonus scene which I don't think this one had a bonus scene um but you know making sure we see all the extra internet scenes and all that stuff you guys are just all really wonderful and amazing um, and yeah, so, um, now, now it's the next morning. <laughs> you can talk yes, about
0: balloon grief. shooting. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, basically, I guess this is a... uh An a- annual thing they do? Annual, yeah, tradition. Gosh, I cannot recall words today. Oh, a
1: tradition, yes.
0: Oh, yes. I guess this is a, a yearly tradition, um, that they always... Do and they go out on the Bosphorus and they shoot at balloons with a BB gun. <laughs> but even Celine's it, not feeling it, poor thing. Right. And I mean, it seems like it's supposed to be just kind of a fun, silly mm-hmm. thing. And poor Ida's really trying to get them into it. She's like, get all your aggression out, like, put your feelings into it. Just get, you know, take it all out on the balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're all kind of talking cuz they're all a little upset because of what happened with Ida and Ebo mm-hmm. and she's upset about that. Merve isn't super thrilled because she's been kicked out of her house and they're having to figure out a job for Borda. Yeah. And then with Celine, the girls don't actually know what's happening and they don't know what she's really been dealing with, but she ends up telling them and she kind of just blurts it out and she's like, mm-hmm. "Girls, I fell in love." And they're shocked, mm-hmm. clearly. Ida's face during the whole thing was funny to me because it seemed like she had maybe had some suspicions mm-hmm. that she hadn't said previously. Like, yeah. maybe some stuff was going on in her, in her mind where she was noticing things, but she didn't ever want to make any assumptions, Um but this is where it essentially all comes out. Mm-hmm. She tells them about Demir. She tell- talks about the fact that they kissed, yeah. and then Mervey ends up explaining how badly she screwed up. Yeah, and this is really the catalyst for the final scene. Yes, that we're gonna end up with.
1: And this, um, this is my favorite Celine look so far in the series. I loved her out. This particular outfit they have her in, her hair, her lips, all that. I was like, oh, I really love this, like, whole wardrobe look from head to toe. Um, yeah, it was
0: a little punk rock.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, it's like, you see the resolve in her face. Like, she she's upset, like you said. I think you mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. But then, like, mm-hmm. she kind of gets this resolve. And so they go to work. Um, and... She kind of walks in. She sits down at her desk and just starts, like, writing something. We don't know what right. yet, but she starts writing.
0: Meanwhile – And they show up late because they're they're yes. doing their little morning outing. Yes. And, I, and um, Osmier, Osmier covers for them. hmm I but, love But, you know, Demir comes in and he, he's like, um, where is half my staff right now, Osmier? <laughs> She's like, oh, they had a meeting. He's like, yeah, sure, they had a meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay, they'll be here later.
1: <laughs> so that's when – barack and his dad show up and basically the he and demir and barack have a uh talk in the office and basically it's decided that um art life is going to be split into
0: art life <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry wrong Deezie. um Artemim is going to be split <laughs> into two companies, the construction right. side and basically the interior design side. Um, right.
0: And before that, Demir had gotten the phone call from, oh. or he got served something. Yeah, the letters or something
1: from the lawyers.
0: <laughs> yeah, from yes. um, Yildirim Bey. And yes. then he's like, get Yildirim Bey on the phone with me. And Ozmi is like, I can't get a hold of him, but... and." So Demir's like, well, then get me his lawyers. If that's mm-hmm. who he's telling me I need to speak to, then get me those people. Yeah. So he's dealing with that. And then he is, um, you know, then Barack and his dad mm-hmm. come in and give him more bad news, essentially. Yeah.
1: So, and basically Barack's going to head up the um, interior design side. Yeah. Uh, Demir will head up the construction, construction. side. So, like, let's go. And he's kind of just like yeah he's just like, all right like so they go out they basically make make this announcement to the whole team mm-hmm. And you know most of them are pretty excited because it's like, oh yeah. Brock, you know like Barack's always wanted to head up his own thing like he's gonna get that he's earned it. he deserves it um, right And of so a finally thing. Yeah, so everyone's pretty. I mean, even Celine, she like smiles, and you can tell she's like, you know, she's happy for him, but she's she's got yeah. a goal. Um, so once everything's kind of announced, and Demir Demir is basically like, okay, you know, friends, like, yeah, we're this stuff's gonna be implemented soon, but basically, get your jobs. Don't let this deter you from getting your work done right now. Blah blah yeah. blah. Um, and he heads back into his office, and so they're mm-hmm. all still congratulating and hugging, but Celine slips away. Yep. Right,
0: that's when this happens. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah, she they're slips all away. distracted. So she grabs her little note mm-hmm. and she heads into Demir's office.
1: And she, yeah. I love it because she's smiling. Like like I said, she's determined. She knows, mm-hmm. like, she knows what she wants. She knows what she needs to do. And so she hands it to him. But of course, he's still kind of, you know, he's being cold shoulder. But I'm
0: like, you heard her, like, confession oh. while you were sleeping. Come on. Um, and he's like, Selene, Hanum, right now is not a good time. Mm-hmm. This is a professional environment leave it for the leave it for home mm-hmm. and she's like please can you just because he's like what is that and she's like it's my love letter to declare to you <laughs> and and so he but you know he's being a little brat and mm-hmm. he's like save it for the house yada 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 <laughs> and she's like dimir please like just just open mm-hmm. it you're gonna understand after you open it and she ki- almost kind of shoves it into his hands yeah and he f- does open it. And what is it?
1: It is her resignation letter.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, why does she need to resign I, though? <laughs>
1: I, lo- I was like, okay, I actually love this more than a love letter yeah, because too. of the situation. Like yep. clearly she knows how big of a deal this sort of thing is with at work for Demir. So yep. just simply writing him a love letter explaining why she right. loves him while it would be beautiful and we'd probably love it i don't think it would speak to him there's like it's like she already knows his love language like she knows it wouldn't speak to him the way this would because the magnitude of the fact that she's quitting her job because he even is like you're quitting and she's like well she's
0: been there what six five six years five
1: years yeah Yeah. and so she's like well my boss has a rule on no relationship a love ban and I fell in love with my boss like and I just thought like she's literally putting her money where her mouth is like Mm -hmm. because number one even Demir at the beginning of the show had said when when Bora and Merve were making a big old stink and he's like you yep. know, telling them, like, uh, did it ever, you know, and even when Celine's trying to call him out about it, he's like, did it ever occur to you that if your friends were so in love, they would want to sacrifice for one another and, like, they wouldn't be arguing over who should be quitting. They'd probably both mm-hmm. be arguing over, like, no, I'm going to quit. No, I'm going to quit. So he he's already laid out that that would be, like, a sacrifice of love.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. then she's actually making that sacrifice, like, she is. let me, because she, she realizes I screwed up, like... He knows all this stuff. Like, no wonder he feels this way. It's not just about the house. He knows about everything. Like, I need to truly prove to him that I love him and genuinely mean it. And like, what bigger way to do so than to be like, yeah, let me literally put my money where my mouth is and quit my job. So, and he's just staring at her. We get like the 10 seconds of intense staring. Like, he can't believe it. He's in disbelief. and she's smiling. And she's smiling. Yeah, he's just like, what? And she's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) she just like can't contain herself. And then, of course, the episode ends. Um,
0: Yeah. So we have to wait to find out (laughs) what he says to her. Yes. But, boy, Ah. I was like so – I was so happy with that. I know. I totally agree. It's – because Demir is very much a man of action, as you Mm -hmm. might say. Like, he is like, no, don't just give me words. Yeah. Give me your actions. Give me – give me that – realness yeah she's doing it Mm
1: -hmm. yes so i'm very very excited for next week um Mm -hmm. i'm excited that now i can finally watch 13 at least one like i can actually just watch it um and yeah so anyways that was this was a really this has been a really good arc of episodes 10 11 and 12 have been like yeah really really good so i'm sure 13 will probably serve Some angst. I kind of – because I feel like if this was going to be, like, them getting together, he would have – like, it would have happened at the end of this – he would have reacted at the end of this episode. Because that's how you would totally end an episode is with, like, a kiss or declaration back or something. So, I don't think they would start off a new episode that way because that's, like, what the climactic thing you build up to. Right. So, um. She's so probably going to – in the
0: middle of the next episode so, like, or I... at the end of the next yeah, episode. Yeah.
1: Like, because now she's – like, yeah, she put her money where her mouth is, but she's going to also have to start then living by – like, I feel like she's going to have to live those words out now. So it's like – I think yeah. it's going to take some action on her part um, to, like, show him, yeah, I meant it. Um mm-hmm. And then, yeah, something dramatic will happen and he'll have yeah. been resisting it, but then something <laughs> dramatic will happen and then he'll be like, oh, no, and, like, yeah. maybe go after her. So – Anyways, uh, yeah, so I think that's it. I don't think I have um, any like real, I know we chatted books and stuff, but I don't think I, I I feel like there was something I wanted to say, but it never came to me. So, oh, well. Okay. Um, Well, if you think of it. Yeah, then I'll tweet it or talk about it next week. So anyways, um, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. And um, we hope you enjoyed um, our fangirling and squealing over (laughs) all the craziness this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with volume 13. And, um, if you guys feel so inclined to leave us a rating or review on your listening platform, we would very much appreciate it. Um, and other than that, thank you guys for tuning in and until next time. Good or shouldo's. Post to